Chart Chat is a member of the Tej.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, April 29th, 2019. I'm Tanner Green, and you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. It's another solo episode this week. Going to keep it brief. Going to focus on the US side of things. And also our apologies for the canceled slash postponed live episode that was supposed to happen this weekend. Had some things come up. But we're hoping to do that next fall. So in a number of months, once the new semester starts, hopefully we'll be able to do something similar. And those of you that are in the Charlottesville area will be able to come hang out with us and listen to some music. But in the meantime, we're going to run through the chart debuts for the week. Starting at number 96, there's Panic at the Disco with Hey Look Ma, I Made It. Right above that at number 95, there's BTS with Make It Right. At number 81, there's the Eli Young Band with their song Love Ain't. The first of two tracks by Lil Uzi Vert debuts at number 76. This one's called That's a Rack. Debuting at number 68, there's a posthumous release from Avicii featuring Aloe Black. It's called S.O.S. Blue on Black debuts at number 66, and that's by Five Finger Death Punch featuring Kenny Wayne Shepard, Brantley Gilbert, and Brian May. From there, we jump into the top 40 at number 28, where the other track by Lil Uzi Vert debuts, and that's Sanguine Paradise. And in the top 10, highest entry of the week, at number 8, there's BTS featuring Halsey with the song Boy With Love. And that's actually the first song we're going to look at this week. We're starting with the biggest debut where we see BTS once again climbing to ever higher commercial peaks and breaking records all over again. This track is the group's highest charting Hot 100 entry to date. The group's second top 10 entry after Fake Love debuted at number 10 back in June of 2018. And BTS's music video is a key part of their success with the song, breaking a record recently set by K-pop group Blackpink. Last week, Blackpink's video for Kill This Love racked up 56.7 million views in its first week, and now this week, Boy With Love breaks that record with 74.6 million views in its first 24 hours of release. And on top of that, setting another record, it didn't even take BTS a full second day to hit 100 million views in total for that video. I'll try not to belabor the point too much more, but as we talked about before, K-pop is obviously continuing to enjoy unprecedented mainstream success with BTS at the forefront of this trend. Boy With Love comes from the group's third number one album in only 11 months, titled Map of the Soul, Persona. And one factor among many driving that EP to the top of the Billboard Albums chart is BTS's appearance on Saturday Night Live. It's their first time appearing. They showed up a day after Persona's released. And the second song they performed was My Eternal Obsession Mic Drop, You can go back in the podcast archives if you want to hear me gush about that song. And as for the first song, we're going to listen to a clip of it. It is this week's biggest chart debut once again. This is BTS featuring Halsey, Boy With Love. Oh, yeah. 
I admittedly don't have a ton to say about this song. And I know usually when I say that, that means that I am trying to avoid being uncharitably harsh about a song, but that's actually not the case here. I like it. It's just fairly straightforward. You know, there are multiple hooks throughout that stick in my head without overstaying their welcome. You've got a synth that sounds similar to a Mellotron, that sort of string sound in the chorus that goes back and forth between the channels. It's a Mellotron sort of replica. And I continue to have a soft spot kind of for Halsey. I think she's a good fit for this song's slightly bittersweet twinge. And on top of that, I think the collaboration is really well-timed for BTS given the longevity of Halsey's current hit Without Me. I still think BTS is at their best when they're even closer to doing just straight-up hip-hop. I already mentioned Mic Drop, and there's the intro track to Persona that I think is far and away the best on the EP. But like Fake Love, Boy With Love is totally solid and has a certain energy and bubbliness that provides a welcome prelude to the summer months that are swiftly approaching. Moving right along, the other track I want to talk about this week is the latest chart entry from Panic at the Disco, which at this point is basically a Brendan Urie solo venture, and that's Hey Look Ma, I Made It. Yuri is still riding high off the massive success of High Hopes, which reached a career-high peak of number 4 on the Hot 100 last year, and is still doing quite well at number 21 as of this recording. That song, High Hopes, came from Panic! at the Disco's sixth album, Pray for the Wicked, which was their second to debut at number 1 on the Billboard 200. And Pray for the Wicked also brings us Panic's new Hot 100 debut this week, Hey Look Ma, I Made It. And before I go on too much of a tangent, reminiscing about how different Panic sounded back when I was in high school, don't worry, we'll get to it. Let's listen to a clip. Once again, this is Hey Look Ma, I Made It. Friends are happy for me, or their honeysuckle phonies. Then they celebrate my medals, or they want to take my trophies. Some are loyal soldiers, while these other thorns are rosy. And if you never know who you can trust, then trust me, you'll be lonely. Oh, are you ready for the sequel? Ain't you ready for the latest? In the garden of evil, I'm gonna be the greatest. In a golden cathedral, I'll be bringing for the faithless. And if you lose, boo Hey, look, my I made it. Hey, look, my I made it. Everything's coming up. Starting with the negatives, just like High Hopes and just like the rest of the tracks on Pray for the Wicked, I find the mastering on this incredibly frustrating. It's brick-walled to death, which means that there's hardly any dynamic range going on between instruments, between vocal parts, which is a shame because you have these horn and string arrangements that are often really rich and really engaging, but since everything is just kind of cranked up to the loudest possible settings, it makes for a really flat a really sonically flat end product. Which is a bummer because on this particular track, the strings are gorgeous. Particularly on that pre-chorus, which I think is kind of the heart of the song. You've got lyrics about having made it, quote-unquote, regardless of who you've stepped on. A sort of cutthroat devil-may-care attitude, and what better way to sonically depict that than a bed of strings atop some light synthetic drums. 
It's a combination of the allure of the contemporary alongside the panache of the old. Thinking back to an old 2007 number one hit, you might even say it's glamorous. Just like Brendan Urie, I see it, I want it, I take it. And in this case, I hear it instead of see it. And what I hear is an opportunity to praise Fergie because she deserves better. Maybe I'll make a side episode someday about how Fergie deserves better. Stay tuned. But more seriously, I think both of these songs use instrumentation to really similar ends, given their similar lyrical themes. And harking back to the 2000s also provides an opportunity to, as I mentioned earlier, reflect on where Panic started back in that same window of time. So before High Hopes, Panic's first top 40 hit was their biggest, peaking at number 7 in 2006, showing up all over the place, causing quite a stir in terms of how radio stations were going to censor it. I'm talking about my quintessential guilty pleasure in high school. I write sins, not tragedies. I still love that song. And while the stylistic differences between this and Hey Look My made it are clear, I think there is still an apparent through line connecting these, thanks to Yuri singing and his aesthetic choices. Whether or not he's mixing punk influences alongside his pop influences, Yuri is very clearly committed to a certain sense of theatricality. He's going to let his voice soar, he's going to have some instrumentation that harks back to some general shared sense of the past. In I Write Sins Not Tragedies, for example, there's that cello line. And in light of all this, I don't think it's surprising that he had a recent role in Cyndi Lauper's musical Kinky Boots. And regardless of whatever direction Yuri steers Panic at the Disco moving forward, I'm sure that this through line will continue to persist because it's kind of at the heart of what he does as a musician. That is going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening to Chart Chat. If you want to listen to all this past week's chart debuts, check out the Spotify playlist and the show notes. Get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, feedback, corrections. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at ChartChatCast. Please feel free to spread the word about us. Rate us on iTunes. Do whatever you can to spread the chart joys. We appreciate the feedback, and it's fun to find new listeners. Who doesn't love that? Thanks to Coronation Media for our cover art and intro theme, and thanks to Tej.fm for having us on the network. To learn more, visit Tej.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Thanks again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Tanner Green, and we'll catch you next week.